these uh, two processes of cultivating energy and cultivating view. Cultivating energy is called the uh, the samatha practices, which tend to smoothing, calming, steadying, straightening, cleaning, and uh, view is more the uh, banya vipassana aspect, which is due with reviewing. Uh, reflecting, assessing, uh, getting a skillful perspective on what's going on so one can address it. Mm. These two work together. Mm. They're not really separate meditation systems, they're just different attitudes or different inflections depending on what's really needed. So there's always that banya faculty, the ability to scan and what's really needed, helpful now. Mm. It's a fundamental mm. uh, practice while we come on retreat. Something's needed. And often what's needed is straightening one's energies, calming one's energies, brightening one's energies, refreshing, resting. Uh, taking out the dents and uh, you recognize well well there is this isn't there you know here we are we're kind of fed we've got food we've got shelters so where's it what's the problem (laughs) sensory wellness isn't enough it's not Thing. You know, it can be wrong, but it's not always wrong, it's just not enough. And so this understanding there is a deepening required a person who only has reference to sense contact is a shell with no uh, understanding of a centrality mm. and just surface. So recognition there is a deepening is needed and that deepening is often through some tangled uh, stuff, broken stuff, congested stuff, disorganized stuff. We don't really know what it is exactly. We have ideas about ourselves, about other people. But actually, when we enter the the uh, energetic, there isn't really self or other people. There's just hmm, what. Yeah. So we might detect what we call kind of somatic states, such as tense, sinking, unbalanced, uh, restless, ill at ease, not settled, not complete, tight, constricted. You might detect what we experience more on the emotional level, feeling unhappy, um, sad, regretful, irritated. So it manifests like this. Uh, and then, of course, within it, the papancha proliferation process finds a reason for that because of them, him, her, me, us, you, everything, and so on, spins out into a world of abstraction which we can't really handle because we can't actually, you know, rearrange the world, <laughs> at least at this time. Mm-hmm. <coughs> so then you get the feeling of stuck. Mm-hmm dump and you go down again and then so it bounces around you go stuck state oh, well, it's all hopeless anyway 
so you know, abstraction to do something else so this is the way it bounces around isn't it now with view just the understanding that uh, there is a healing process uh, possible and uh, has to begin in this domain the fields that one has access to body field chitta field and even the thinking field field of articulation and concept so certainly quite a lot of the teaching is just rearranging one's conceptual field way of thinking stop thinking you're a separate entity with a skin boundary you know you're stuck inside this don't limit yourself to that there's this of course but don't limit yourself to that there are there is uh, the right view there are good deeds there is a result of good and skillful actions um, there are other beings there is mother there is father there are other beings it's not just um, nobody else out there or all illusions there are other beings uh, there is this world there is another world there is more than just one um, domain to work in it's not just a sensory world we have access to other worlds you may not talk about planets but other other systems other domains mm-hmm. the immaterial domain mm-hmm. domain of uh, energetics of feeling of domains you begin to enter as the mind un- unravels or steadies mm-hmm. and there are those beings who through their own skills have realized liberation this is the rubric of of right view mm. now you know you don't have to remember all of that but just uh, coming out of the hopelessness there are other results of good and bad deeds so where does that begin bringing up the aspiration for the good yeah. and faith there is the good now if that good is just uh, chopping one carrot it's, is it good or is it, is it skillful or unskillful is it just uh, you know putting the wood in the fire so people will be warm is that good or bad so we, we you know we're looking at we're bringing it right down to intentionality <coughs> you know? and you recognise all intentionality that the good is always that which in somehow widens so we can say it widens to include other beings it widens our hearts widen they open there's something there's a, there is such a thing as a bright widening energy of heart dana giving Now just, you know, take the word giving and just look at the energy of a brightening and widening of the heart. Opening. That's, we call that good, skillful. The moving away from this uh, contraction, the crush state, the hopeless state, the why bother, the holding on, the clenching, the well I'm getting mine. Moving out of that, just you hear those words and you feel what they do when you hear those words. You think, kind of, 
contracts, doesn't it? Whether that's through fear, impotence, depression, you can't say it's good. It may be, you can't say it's skillful. It's not necessarily something you have to blame yourself for, but recognizing, oh, there are these tendencies. Mm, Could I just move against them a little bit? Rather than just get locked. And this is, say, right, right view and sadha, faith, aspiration, and then the energy. Oh, at least, you know, light one candle. I can't, you know, <laughs> just a little bit. And see with that, as, a, as the one candle lights up, maybe I see something else that I can, you know. So you start and you just light the one little candle. And in that you begin to see, oh, what's that? I could just you know, clean that, tidy that, uh, support that. And that's the, and as you do that, it opens. Oh yeah, well I could just do that a little bit. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the movement. Sadha Virya. And then Samadhi, uh, um, Sati you frame up what's possible. And you begin to use your wisdom capacities. What's a, what's a frame of reference where I can be with that, handle that, integrate that? So it's not just abstraction into I should be, I've got to, I ought to. But no, there is a way here. I can see openings, I can see possibilities. This is framing up. And unifying collecting, gathering, unifying. Mm. So as we as we meditate, then as we're beginning to experience perhaps in our own uh, intimacy, um, embodied state, um, mind states, mm. you know, I don't have to remain in a, in a stuck pattern. I can open, I can widen a little, can stay with that, I can put energy into that so that becomes a frame of reference. And just even using something, just coming down to the way that the breath can travel. First of all, it seems to be just running up and down from your chest to the throat or nose to your chest or down to the belly and you begin to experience as you stay with that calming steadying it starts to widen and spread this is the encouragement to actually to and the buddha said don't be frightened of it interesting because opening can be somewhat tentative having energy run through can be a little bit Hmm, what's that? Hmm. Uh, tentative. So that we have the, these <coughs> these boundaries, and I call the the, the uh, boundaries of fear, fear of opening, because um, you don't know. If it's new, it might go wrong. It's new. It might, you might touch something painful. Mm. 
So whenever we experience that kind of sense of uh, closure or can't go, you recognize a kind of trembling and uncertainty. You've, you're sensing a crack. Whenever there's that restriction on the movement of energy, the sunk or the movement of mind, there's a crack there. But we haven't seen we haven't seen it yet. The crack often is between self and other. Um, very fundamental one. Apparent <coughs> self and others. Um, because this is the one that's lived out day after day after day. So it becomes uh, ingrained the, the anxiety, the nervousness of being with others. Because others can definitely say harmful, hurtful things to us. Others can exercise power. Others can abstract and look at us with cold eyes. Others can, you know, say nasty things about <coughs> us. So there's a lot of uh, pain in that self-others uh, that one, you know, just can't shrug off. So this is what's called the barrier of hostility. And ill will. One of the fundamental uh, latent tendencies is the experience of ill will. Tendency to experience that. Doesn't just mean one's ill will towards others, but the inferred ill will of others towards ourselves. Even might be there, you never know. So because you don't know, it might be there, then one holds it. That's fear, isn't it? We don't know, we're not quite confident enough to take a risk. (laughs) Because it might be. And sometimes it is. But a lot of time it isn't. So there's that, ah, you know, what if actually there could be goodwill out there? Uh, Warmth, friendship, support, generosity, kindness. So there's just that kind of, just play with that. And starting to, uh, you know, uh, develop both uh, kindness, goodwill towards myself, towards others. May also I have protection, may I be free from the ill will of others. And this is where it's very helpful to cultivate your own energy system so that, you know, you do get a knock in the eye now and then. <clears throat> but in what I'm saying, you know, COVID, and we call this upright axis. You know, you get this this sense of this inner channel, the breath channel, the energy channel that opens up. You've got a spine there, so you're not just thrown out into the sense contact where you react and reverberate. You've got some sort of internal support coming down into your feet, your tail, your inner axis. And that means, you know, it's rather like you get a knock and just bounce way back and then you bounce, come back again. Rather like you've got one of those, those dolls that you could, <laughs> you know, got a, I don't know how they're, they're created, but they've got a stand and you, and you can touch them and they sway back and then they come back again into upright. It's rather like that. You get the, whoop, okay, here we are. <laughs> you know, you can absorb or experience the, the difficulties, the hurtfulness, the, 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 but 
it's necessary to find this ground so that one can actually experience the difficulties of others from compassion well she's having a bad day (laughs) I must remind her of somebody Uh, and so forth so this is not just force that you begin to experience um, you know that is not actually uh, me Uh, that that's uh, uh, that's not I'm not uh, doing something wrong I'm not so that sense of clarifying and purifying one's own intentionality and one's own understanding of you know, beings are confused beings do get hurt beings are reactive I do make mistakes and am I have got the capacity to experience unpleasant feelings when it comes down to it, it's that. Is this space for unpleasant feeling? And this is a question we have to keep asking ourselves. Do you, can you imagine that there can be no unpleasant feeling? It's not possible, is it? And some of that unpleasant feeling is the really spiky stuff of not just the kind of pain in your knees, but the stab of rejection, you know, blaming and so forth, the, the verbal daggers. Is there space for that? If there isn't, you're going to be, you know, either living in a shell somewhere or running around pretty fast. Uh, so, this is where we need that energetic capacity to receive these impacts certainly feel hurt but not break the breakage is when we go into the defense which is often abstraction we start to just either think this is you know I'm right you're wrong rather this is pain so the abstraction is always comes into these kind of judgments and analysis and you know before we've actually processed the experience of the, the dissonance when we experienced and felt the, the difficult feeling felt it held it in our bodies breathed in, breathed out you know, began to re- release the charge then we can, okay, our view is then straightened, then we're able to say, well, I experienced this, I heard that, how is this, how is that, and it's no longer abstraction, it's direct. So, you know, you can use words that go to the point, or words that that go out into, you know, abstraction. Yeah. doesn't mean that all, all words, all notions, all ideas are innately wrong. It's just that they, they come second to, to the, the, the immediate heart experience, not prior to it.
uh, to be able to feel the feeling. To not be broken by unpleasant feeling or you know, lose it through unpleasant, through pleasant feeling. When you get a pleasant feeling in the mind, go, oh, you know, the latent tendency towards greed or gratification where you experience pleasant feeling and then you spin out into, oh, more of that, you know, and we lose our ground. So this is what the crack is, you lose the wholeness, you lose the ground, and you're unable to integrate the process of, of feeling. Let it come, let it arise, be present with it, open, steady. Now actually, you know, with um, the mental or the emotional or whatever you want to call it, the immaterial feeling, you know, the my understanding, my experience, whenever I can do it, it isn't always the case, um, is that unlike physical stuff where your body kind of hardens to, to defend you against it because it's coming from outside, with the mental stuff, or the image receiver is actually open because it's already in. <laughs> you know, you can't, if you close, you're actually holding it in. It's like the arrows in your heart if you clamp around it, you're holding that arrow in. Get it? Whereas if it's out, physically outside you, yeah, you can tighten up and defend yourself against it. But it's immaterial, it's an opposite gesture. You have to open to it. Uh, this is sort of counterintuitive, perhaps, but you're open to it when you have the ground. This is what the body provides us with, that sense, the Kaya Sankara provides with that sense of a inner back, I call it back, spine, axis stability, and then you whoop, you know, the, 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 the difficult feeling, emotional feeling, and, okay, and then you, okay, here we are, and then you start to open to it. And it's in the opening that the feeling can run and run out, subside. And it's cleared and then, okay, now we can say something. Something can be said. And we speak from the, the you position. Because there aren't any it's in the universe. The, in the universe of direct experience, that there aren't any third persons. There's only two. Third person is is a myth, an abstraction. There's only two of us here. So, you know, even that when movements to the, the third person is, is a way a sign of the of the crack. There's another split, isn't it? This is not easy. It's because it has to come down to the channel of, of feeling, direct experience feeling. Some of that is is powerful. 
And so, yeah, we we take on what we can, what we can ground, like using the body like a lightning rod, like a lightning conductor. And let the feeling be felt. Breathing in, breathing out. And sometimes in these very difficult situations that you just do stay with that for days, months. But we trust the good. The good, you just contemplate any act of what I'm calling the giving gesture. And, you know, just take take the kind of material aspect out of it, just the heart gesture, that opening, brightening. You know that? Of course you do. Uh, okay, that's what you can trust. This is the view. Now, the other th- aspect is the, the energy of that. Just what is one's energetic potential for that? Because yeah. in a way there is a, there's a, uh, you know, it's not naive. It's a, uh, there's also an assessment. And it's not intellectual, it's just the feeling that this is about as much as I, this system can manage before it starts to shake or, you know, or um, can't integrate anymore. So you frame up. That's a sati. Where the so that as you frame up, then there can be the integration. This can be felt. It can be breathed through. <coughs> it can be composed. <coughs> and as it does so, <coughs> the system gets just a little bit stronger and a little bit larger. <coughs> and we. as we experience <coughs> anything of that nature and it's, it's carefully done one of the boundary of fear begins to change into just prudence it's, we go carefully but we don't go, we don't have to tolerate fear Un- unskillful with fear which is a nebulous I don't know but I better not rather than Prudent. No, there is. The Buddha said there definitely is something to be fearful of. Not guilty of, but fearful of. And the fear one should have skillful fear of is of damaging others. This is called um, hiri ontaba, damaging oneself, damaging others. One should be fearful of that. The wounding and wounding oneself, wounding others. <coughs> and often it's, those are, those are, so it's a mutual, it's a holistic thing. So like the, the pair are coupled, hiri, otaba, fear. And fear, oh no, fear's not right, no, nothing wrong with fear. <laughs> per se, it's, it's ungrounded <coughs> fear. You should fear trucks, they do run you over. You should fear poisonous snakes, they do bite you. You should also have a clear sense of the hazards of wounding oneself, wounding others. And the way it goes in the, in the 
kind of un what do you call it unpro un, unskilled un, uncertain state or the un, unintegrated state is that uh, very often when we we wound ourselves <coughs> through not really having enough kindness compassion for ourselves and this is say the the duty the often obligation I shouldn't I have to I ought to they want me to it's necessary and sometimes this is impersonalized it should be it's supposed to be this way what where was it written in the sky you know and they want who who are they if you go into the third person there isn't a third person so you know, are you sure that they, he, it, needs, wants, doesn't want, isn't, you know? Because this is the language of abstraction. Just remember, there's, there isn't a third. When it comes to feeling, there's only two, isn't it? So, the third person is the one who causes us damage. The second person just hurts us. <laughs> but that's something we can, okay, we can release that. And so, very often the, 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 the unskillful fear is the fear of what others might think others might say you, you know you're never going to find an answer to that one because that's how do you check in with that So this is a tendency of refracted ill will. Imagining or sensing the hostility of of others or disapproval of others. And you don't know. And for sure, sometimes people are annoyed. Can you handle that? And sometimes they're not. They're delighted, they're pleased. And essentially, my faith is if I can, can honestly be with another as you sooner or later there's happiness for both of us there's mutuality for both of us there's uh, sharing, there's compassion, there's warmth for both of us so, you know, is it, is it my own sense, my own fear boundaries 
that just to keep challenging, moving against that. Mm. See others to others as to myself. because there is the good so coming into one's own state and steadying the energies, calming the energies resolving, breathing in, breathing out building up that foundation and then we begin to view, review, how is this, is anything holding me down, anything pressing me in, anything stopping me feeling open, comfortable, what's that? Impression of myself, what's that? Coming back to the feeling. Breathing in, breathing out. 